Hello, and finally, welcome back to Ramblings from Nowhere. The first Ramblings of Nowhere of 2021. I have fully recovered from the COVIDs. We have survived 2020. I waited so that I could get Clay on here. He's here with me, I think. Clay, are you here? Yeah, man, I'm here. I'm so excited to hear your voice again. Uh, Clay, do you realize that the last time we did an episode was on the 11th of December? Hey, man, listen, all I know is that when I got COVID, you expected me to record episodes. I didn't take that, a day see, off. No, I didn't. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you know better uh-uh. than that. No, no, but no, no, no. no. Here's, when you, no, get, listen, COVID, when you get COVID, it's like, yeah, get back to you know what? Yeah, but your COVID, you said, oh, I'm good. But my COVID took my entire family down. Did it? It wasn't just me. It was my wife, both the twins, and we're pretty sure Ella Kate, too. But I think she was asymptomatic, so. Um, But, yeah, it it took the entire household out, like, right at Christmas. Of course, now. What do you you think you got it from? I have no idea. The doctor, you know, I mean, obviously the first thing you think is school. You know what I'm saying? Just being in the schools all the time. Yeah. But um, we were thinking, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, Ella Kate. As I said, she's I think she was asymptomatic. So, you know, her teacher got it and her whole class got quarantined, but she never got sick, quote unquote sick. Yeah. So, you know, I could have, we could have just gotten it from her. But anyway, uh, so I dealt with that. The week before, we, um, I don't even remember what happened now. Oh, my whole, my whole laptop went down and everything the week before. Then the COVID nonsense hit, and then the week after, I was still recovering and trying to take care of, like I said, uh, the twins both got it too, or, uh, so they had something. I'm not, the only person that got tested in the house was me because, I mean, by by that point, we're all, quarantine anyway so you know there's no point in you know going out and giving it to somebody else just to say just to have a test come back positive so, so how how bad did you get i mean what were your uh what symptoms did you get um i did not lose my taste or smell that's good at all um but i had the like death aches is what i was calling them i mean it was like just painful to move it was really? like, it kind of like the flu, like to the nth degree, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it hurt to move. Uh, I had cold chills a lot of the time. Um, I, I did have the tiredness, you know, just feeling run down. Uh, I only had a fever for one day, though, which was good. Right. Uh, the, the day that I started feeling bad, I took my temp, and I had a 100.4, actually, I think it was, and... So I quarantined right then and there, and um, that was the only day I had. That, that's the only time I had a temp. So, but like the back, the 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 aches, it was like the worst pain. Uh, as I said, like a flu type of pain. Wow. Uh, to the nth degree. I mean, it just it's one of those where like you couldn't get comfortable any way you laid, or you know, even if you stood up or whatever, it just like hurt type of thing. So. Uh, but that was uh, that was pretty much the extent of mine. Now my wife did lose her; she lost her sense of uh, taste and smell. Uh, she's just now starting to get it back a little bit. She still hasn't got it back completely, but that's the only thing she had left. She had the aches too, but not like I did. 
and then the twins both they just looked rough. Like you you know, you know how the babies they just you can tell when they feel bad and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you know, babies they just look so, rough. So I mean it was like you know, it's like uh, you felt so, you felt so bad for him, and I couldn't really do nothing because I would just like I could barely stand half time, and like if I stood too long, I would get winded, you know that kind of thing. So right, uh, uh, you know, God bless my wife because she was sick and having to take care of them because I just couldn't function there for a few days, like through because I I got my positive test back on Christmas Eve, so I was down until about the twenty. What a bummer. 28th or 29th. Yeah, it was. First was, Christmas with the twins. It was. And, yeah. Ugh. It was hard. I, I come out of the room and, like, sat on the couch with my face mask on and uh, away from them as far as I could, you know, and just got to watch them from afar. Didn't get to, like, participate. <laughs> and so, you know, you like sitting at the top of the steps. And I'm OCD anyway about, like, wrapping paper and stuff. And so there's wrapping paper flying everywhere and everything. And I'm just, like, Sick, and then the OCD's like, you need to pick that up. You need to pick up all that paper. Yeah, it was it was rough, but you know, it could have been worse. You know what I'm saying? It could have. Yeah, could've I mean, been you could have watched Wonder Woman at Christmas, right? I did. Uh, I did. Uh, uh, I was going to save it, but um, I've heard a lot of people say that it was a terrible movie. Um, I don't think it was. Now I've only watched it once, but um, I don't think it was a terrible movie. But it was a big disappointment especially coming off the first one you know what i'm saying a lot of it, it what did like you think frame. of it so what it's was like your a, what was your initial thoughts as soon after you got done watching it man it looked great in 4k hdr yeah. all that mm-hmm. good stuff hell yeah it looked great i thought it had it, i thought it had it, it's it had moments you know what i'm saying but yeah. i mean for me I know I asked you and I didn't let you finish, but for me it was a real big disappointment coming off of that first movie. Yeah, I was just kind of like, eh, at the end of it. But I was like, what a, eh. I don't, uh, again, I don't think it was a terrible movie, but it was not, um, it did not live up to the, the hype for me. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, um, because I thought there, there was a lot of stuff. I need to watch it again. I really do. Um, because I was in pain when I was watching it. So, you know, you're constantly like, I would be laying there in bed and I'd be turning. Okay. I need to get comfortable. And then I get comfortable for a minute and then I have to turn over and blah, blah, blah. But, um, I, what'd you think of Kristen Wiig as the, well, I don't, yeah. Cheetah, I guess you'd say. Barbara Minerva. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara Minerva. 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 Uh, I thought she's all right. I thought she the did movie pretty good. overall yeah. it felt like it was all over the place. It did. It jumped a lot. Um, I didn't really. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about Wonder Woman, like, wishing Steve back. All right, cool, whatever. And it being in another man's body the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And but she was totally she, having sex with the dude. Yeah, but she wanted, <laughs> you know, and then the only thing she's doing is seeing him, and, like, you're sitting there thinking, okay, but this is a completely different dude, you know, in actuality, so. I don't felt know. Kinda, felt kind of rapey. What'd I you mean, think of uh, Pedro Pascal, Pascal as um, Maxwell Lord? I thought he was great. He was a excellent camp campy villain, wasn't he? Oh, he was campy as hell, yeah. but I like in a good way. Pascal I, and, and, and everything yeah, he's in. I, yeah, which we'll get to some more stuff he's in in a few, but um, 
I still, I mean, I, I thought he played the camp right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a bad campy for me. You know what I mean? He was probably right. the highlight of the whole movie for me. Um, I thought that the the way they, her powers were odd in this one. I got really tired of the um, the slide crap. You know what I'm saying? Where she just slides everywhere and all that yeah, stuff. You know, it's her, uh, it's her I, signature I, move. I guess. But it now, really is. It didn't do much for me. I didn't care for the uh, lasso ride the lightning stuff. Um, I thought that was okay, but... Yeah. I thought the coolest scene... Well, I thought the whole... Um, uh, when they were in the desert and that whole chase scene and everything... Um, what you mean with those obviously fake kids that she was grasping on? No, no, yeah, not not that part, but I mean the 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 lead up before that, where she's uh, okay. you know, and you can tell she's been weakened because of the whole wish and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it just I I'm, I am going to watch it again. My wife actually has not watched it yet, so you're gonna be so disappointed. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear what she says because uh, we both the first Wonder Woman. You know, of course, you see her beforehand in her costume and stuff. But you know, when she comes out on the battlefield that first time in the first Wonder Woman, and it, it's truly Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure we both were brought to tears at that moment. I mean, that movie for me is, it may not be the best superhero movie, but it's far and away one of the best in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So. And for this to be the follow-up, it was pretty big letdown. And as you know, as we've talked before, I've been on a this you know an '80s nostalgia kick for me. These is is the going thing. I mean, between Stranger Things, Cobra Kai, blah blah blah, you know. But this just did not really scratch did, that nostalgic itch for me that I love about the '80s. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I remember much about it being being in the '80s. I kind of forget about that. Well, you got the mall stuff at the beginning, you know. Yeah, right at the beginning. Um, that's about it. And that's that is about it. I mean, it's got I mean, the, the it's joke with Steve having to like yeah, get acclimated. There's to the, the fanny 80s. the fanny pack with Steve Trevor and all that. But I mean, there's an '80s aesthetic to it, but it's not really at the forefront of the movie. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, you saw that report about Patty Jenkins, like, you know, pretty much feeling like Warner Brothers just had her as just the face of Wonder Woman. You know, uh-huh. they didn't really yeah. it's just using the fact that she's a woman and not based off her merit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I could, you know, I can forgive that. But now I'm just kind of like, Patty, man, what's up? Did you actually have more of an input on this, on the second movie so, then? It's a, it's a good point. And, does that uh, make you a little worried for the Rogue Squadron movie that she's doing right now? Because, you know, that was announced before 84 come out, right? If I remember right. right. And I was, like, super excited. And I'm still excited, but I think some of that... I think there's it's been tarnished. My excitement has been tarnished a little bit because of 84. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We shall see. Uh, but I will. Um, would you put a rating on this? If I said from uh, 
one one star to five star, just off the top of your head, what would you give it? I'd give it probably two stars. Two. I was going back and forth between two and three. Um, I would probably lean closer to two, honestly, at this point. But again, I am I'm going to watch it again. I don't I think I'm going to watch it again. I, I don't think. Well, I'm going to have any because, desire. Like I said, Claire has not watched it yet, and we and you know it's Wonder Woman, so I don't know. We'll see. I will come back with a follow up report, but uh, sorely disappointed in that. Uh, okay, Clay. Moving on from that, though, um, what else in our time apart have you been into, my friend? Uh, nothing really, man. Just uh, I was off for two weeks and just hung out with family and stuff, and you know, did the whole Christmas thing. Got a bunch of clothes, whatever. So nothing really new to report, man. All I'm right, buying a bunch of random ass shoes, you know. Yes, but that's about it. So let's get let's get into it then. Um, I have a couple emails here, and I'm just gonna go ahead and pull them up now because let's talk some Mandalorian. Because you talk about closing out a season, you know, at the top of your game. Yeah. Uh, they pulled it off big time, did they not? Yeah. Um, let me pull these emails up because I've had them sitting here ever since, um, well, since the 11th was the last one. There's only a couple of them, both of them from Glenn. Um, make sure I got the right one first. So here's the first one, Clay. We're just going to skip straight to emails apparently but that's okay uh it's going to be kind of a <laughs> short episode because there's just not much happening other than us catching up with everybody um so glenn says um xbox star wars oh my says happy holiday guy happy holidays guys hope everyone is safe and healthy <laughs> i am now uh first i've been reading about all the star wars announcements made today this was from twelve ten. Ultimately, I think the biggest mistake Disney has made is flooding the market by making too many movies too fast. All of these series won't be great, just statistically speaking, and Fabro and Filoni won't be making all of them, and they have set a high bar with Mando. Hopefully, it means there will be Star Wars every week on Disney+. Plus. So we will have that to look forward to. I am most interested in the shows that focus on things we do not know about, like the Rangers and Acolyte. Uh, the Rogue Squadron movie looks cool too. Now, as I let Jason know, I could not. Okay, so that's Star Wars stuff. Let me start with that. Um, so they did all those announcements, Clay, which we're not going to go into um, at this point. Um, just coming off of that, have you got faith though in what they're trying to do on Disney Plus with this Star Wars universe? That I think Glenn out? brings up a good point. I mean, not all of these are going to be great, um, and yeah, we're going to have this oversaturation. But I don't know. I feel like it's completely different when you start getting away from the Skywalkers and focus on everything else. Yeah, but the Skywalkers is what interests me. And what they've been able to do with the Mandalorian. Yes, of course, they're pulling from characters, you know, from the Clone Wars cartoons. They're, they're, you know, picking up lore from the original trilogy, you know, like Boba Fett, whatever. I like that, though. Like, you know, the fact that we saw Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian, that's, that was really cool. I mean, I was like, hell yeah, that, this is awesome. But I think that's it. Now it's gone. Mm-hmm. And now it's back to the characters, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm sure they're going to have to do some kind of time jump, whatever. But 
I like that. And well, just give me yeah. stories about other characters in the Star Wars universe. I'm fine with that. It doesn't have to be. And we've talked about that quite a bit. We've talked about it here. We've talked about it, I mean, you know, just hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, that's some of the, the some of my favorite Star Wars novels from the expanded universe dealt with outside of the Skywalker saga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole thing. Um, well, you know, actually tomorrow I get the first book in the High, High Republic. That's already out, isn't it? I need to go pick that yeah, up. I picked uh, up the comic book. Read it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm hoping Mike uh, saved it for me. Uh, I'm excited. Um, of course, the books of Boba Fett will be taking the place of The Mandalorian in December. And then Mandalorian Season 3 will come out the next, the following December, if I remember reading it right at this point. No, um, I think they both come out in 2022. No, I don't think they do. I think that's, uh, I don't think that's, I think, I thought, I could be wrong, but I thought I read that this is actually going to be taking the place of it. Uh, but anyway, either way, it's all good. If you want to look it up, Clay, and you can correct me, which I will uh, gladly be wrong on if I am. Um, but anyway, I'm excited to see, because I think The Mandalorian, I hope, is going to head more into um, that Clone Wars and Bo- Bo-Katan and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And continue that storyline. And obviously the Ahsoka one is going to have to do with Grand Admiral and I hope that we get to get some closure on the Ezra Bridger, Bridger stuff I haven't made it there in the Rebels but I will say that I did finish the Clone Wars finally Clay and those last four episodes you told me and kept telling me but oh my god okay. oh it's so good I mean you know um, it's great and like you were telling me uh, you know like when you can hear Anakin his voice in the background all that stuff you know when he's killing the uh the Padawans and all that stuff, or, yeah. or not the Padawans, I guess that's when he was, uh, when the Emperor was finally getting him to turn. But either way, amazing stuff. So good. Yeah, so, it was really cool stuff. But I, the thing is, I feel a lot better now about Star Wars than I did after the Rise of the Skywalker. Skywalker. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It, I, so, I have, give me more TV shows. I mean, yeah, I'm play. fine. And, and the good thing is, um, as I've said before, we talked about it. The episodic is, you know, do you want episodic or do you want to be able to binge the whole thing? With this Star Wars stuff, I enjoy the episodic nature of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A weekly fix, which I'm, uh, which they're going to do with all their stuff, so that's good. Um, I'll talk about a binge one here in a few minutes, but that's not here or there. But I like where they're going. I think with uh, Favreau and... Filoni at the head of this whole thing, you know what I'm saying? I think they're in a good spot. Again, will it all be good? Probably not. But there's a good chance that I will enjoy the majority of it, you know? Yeah. So we shall see. Uh, really, the only thing I'm kind of worried about now is the Rogue Squadron movie, like I said before. But we'll see. Uh, so he's got a second part to this one, Clay. Uh, now, as I let Jason know, I could not find an Xbox Series S. I was wrong about this by the way he got a Xbox One S so he ended up getting a, a used One S on the cheap I'm really happy with it though I downloaded Squadrons immediately and took advantage of the Game Pass I have downloaded several other games off that service including some older Final Fantasy games 
uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, and most importantly, last year's Madden and FIFA games. As you know, I'm a Titans fan, but I'm also a crazy European football fan, too. I've ended up playing FIFA more than anything else. The only real complaint I have is that the controller does not stay charged. Any tips charging and or keeping my controller charged? Lastly, what were your most what were you, what were you most upset by in Chapter 14, the tragedy, the destruction of the Razor Crest, or Grogu getting put in a in baby shackles? So Clay, let's deal with the first part. Um, suggestions on battery life on that Xbox controller? I you know I've not been using the new controller I've, since I've got the Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the rechargeable battery that Microsoft I, uh, made yeah. was great. That's what I've got and still have for any of my other chargers, or I mean controllers, you know, besides my Elite, obviously. But um, I've had the same charger, I think, since Xbox One come out, and it still holds a great charge, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'd recommend. Double um, A seemed to last quite a while in there, but um, that rechargeable one is great. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay, the tragedy, which was a great episode, by the way. Uh, you remember way back in what was it, episode four, when I thought that the wasn't that the Ahsoka one? Yeah, I think so. I think, and wasn't that the one I said that this was the best episode yet? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they just got better every episode following that. It was pretty amazing how every episode um, was so good. Man, there was not. There, there was not. And somebody told me the other day again. They were like, "You said the second episode was bad." I didn't. I have never said that the second episode of season two was bad. The only thing I ever said was that it was slower than the other episodes. There was more character building, I guess, or it was just you know just a slower episode. Right. Anyway, so the tragedy. A lot of stuff that happened in this one. You had Boba Fett come back. You had Grogu get kidnapped. You had the Razor Crest get blown up. Uh, which one upsets you more, the Razor Crest or, or Grogu and Baby Shackles? Grogu and Baby Shackles. Man. Did it really? I yeah. knew, I knew that this was that was going to turn out okay. But when the, I think I let an, let out an audible gasp when the Razor Crest exploded. It really yeah. hurt me. Really, it's hurt not me. iconic. So to you, maybe it's not an iconic ship. But you also knew that Grogu was going to be saved. Did you not? Well, yeah, I knew that, but yeah. still. So you know. The emotional impact to see it, the, the the visuals, man, that's that hurts. Uh, I think Razor Crest got me more in this case, but that's just me. Wow, uh. I wasn't worried about Grogu. That dude's. It's not even that great of a ship. Oh man, don't you say that? I've got the Lego ship sitting by, behind me right now. So sorry that, that you beautiful. decided to waste your money on such a terrible ship. Listen, of all the Legos, if anybody got. would like to be a new co-host for this show, <laughs> drop me an email. And we'll see what we can do, because my co-host is an asshole. <laughs> All right, that's it. For that. okay, that's, <laughs> that's it for that email, Clay. Um, let's move on to his other one, which is titled "Mando Finale." Um, so the finale, the Mando was pretty amazing. I wanted to bring up a few things which you guys may or may not have already discussed. First, which what did you think of CGI Luke? Well, I thought they did a good job with it. He looked pretty good, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know if he looked as good as the uh, Leia and Tarkin, you know? 
I'm mad because when I got up in the morning to read Twitter and the news and stuff like thing, that, yeah. that, yeah, it got yeah. spoiled for me. I was like, eh, that sucks. But, um, yeah, I do be- wish I could have saw it because I would have freaked out if I saw that X-Wing come through yeah. there. You and when people would like tell me like, "Oh, I didn't know it was gonna be Luke." I was like, "How do you not know it's gonna be Who Luke? Who else would it be in the X Wing? You know, that's, what that yeah. uh, that Republic, New Republic cop, that X Wing yeah. cop? Yeah, yeah. no. What, what what the hell is he gonna do? <laughs> Dave Filoni comes out and his whatever his character's Dang. name. Dang was. Uh, I'm X Wing cop. I can't wait for that cool. new show to come out from the Star Wars. X Wing cop. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it looked good. I didn't think it was the best. people for illegally parking. Sorry, it's all good. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, you know, obviously it looked a little odd to me, but, you know, whatever. It's still fine. Um, he says, I think it was a mistake. He looked way younger than he did in Return of the Jedi. Did he? Did you think he did, Clay? I don't, I don't think so. Maybe I was just excited. But either way, I think having someone such as Sebastian Stan play the role may have been better, even if they still had Hamill do the voice. Uh, next, while I'm glad Grogu is getting trained, does the ending imply he will meet his end at the hands of Ben Solo? No, not at all. Um, this has had me upset since watching the episode for Grogu's fate. Um, I don't know where we're going to go with that. I don't think it'll end with him th- th- uh, dying at the hands of Ben Solo. Listen, this is this is what's going to happen. Some of these shows are going to end up meeting together. Yeah, a huge crossover. Probably something to do with Grand Admiral Thrawn. I'm just going to call it. Yeah. yeah. So, but Grogu's fate, I don't think, is going to be sealed with Luke. I mean, I don't it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't either. I think. Um, but plus, I mean, you're talking about probably one of the biggest uh, characters to come out of the Star Wars universe in a long time. You know. Yeah. They, they aren't going to kill the dude off. Uh, there's that's like printing money right now. You know. Uh, so I don't, but I, even that being said, I don't think story li- storyline wise they would kill him off in that either. They no. they put a, they, they've invested too much in it just to end up as being one. That do they do they do a time jump though? Is what I'm wondering. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, won't it? We'll I think they do. Sit back and see. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, again, I've said it before. I mean. I've not been this excited about Star Wars since probably before The Force Awakens comes out, came out, and you know that excitement of a new Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how you felt. Um, it's I've not been this excited since then. So I'm still excited about a Rogue Squadron movie. It's going to suck though because it's not going to have like the characters you know that, that you know that uh, yeah yeah. yeah. So. I mean, they could probably have Wedge in there since he's old by the time that the Last Jedi, or the, the Rise of Skywalker happened. Yeah. So, because I mean, it's set right after that. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember now at this point, but um, it should be interesting either way. Pretty, we'll see. Like I said, the Wonder Woman '84 stuff's kind of tampered my um, excitement a little bit, but that's well, okay. I wouldn't let that tamper your excitement. Disney can do no wrong right now. We'll see, especially starting next week with uh, WandaVision, which I'm not worried about. I think that show looks amazing, by the way, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just going to sit back and just, it's going nice to be such a ride. Just some it's going to be nice Marvel to have stuff. some Marvel stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, speaking of Marvel, just real quick, Clay, um, you kept telling me how good X of Swords was. God uh, I read. I finally read the whole thing, and you know, you said it was a, a callback to X-Men crossovers of old. 
Yeah. And I 100% agree with you. And I laughed so many times because leading up to the actual tournament, you know, they're having to do all this stuff to get these swords, and it's going to be a battle to the death. And so on. And it's not even that for the most part. I mean, there was some in there, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, but like, wow. That so was, seeing mm. just seeing Scott and Gene like pretty much break it down to the professor and Magneto, like, hey, listen, you know, we're we're gonna go rescue them. And they're like, Well, listen, you know, because there's no X Men, right? I, right? I didn't really think I didn't about even that think nothing. That. Yes, yeah, I didn't Yeah, either. so X Men were technically disbanded. The mm-hmm. mutants were as one. But then the way Scott and Gene, I was like, Man, this is the shit I grew mm-hmm. up reading. I and when they come up there, dude. When Ileana, by the way, she is starting to become my most favorite too, man. God damn. That whole, the whole. When she opens up that portal and the sword ship comes through the portal. And we're talking a huge ass ship with all these mutants coming through the portal to save everyone else. I literally was like, I I just did a fist pump and I was like, yes. I mean, it was exciting. I was like, man, Jonathan Hickman. Just so. Best bang for your buck, man. He brought back. He brought. He brought the sword stuff back, and it's been touched on. Obviously, in Excalibur more than this, but the whole Captain Britain corpse that's been gone for so long yeah. brought all of that back. Put tied so many different storylines together into one cohesive read. You know, and on top of that, is, and this is the first major yes. like crossover with the new Hickman X Men. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's great, and we've still got years more really, of stuff for them to do. I was laughing when uh, speaking of Ileana and her and uh, Pog or what was it? How was it? He said his name. Do you remember Pog Pog or something? Pog, well, either way, so you're you're thinking, okay, there's going to be this giant fight. They arm wrestle. Yeah, this is jacking ass alligator dude. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's stuff like that. I was just like, man, this is great. Uh, it was such a good read. So there was that clay. Um, any, oh, dude! By the way, they are releasing uh, the you know was it the Marvel Legends figure line, the ones where they'll come out yes. with a series and they they like each have a figure piece, has, yeah, a has a piece yeah. to make a bigger action figure. Uh-huh. Um, I decided to go ahead and order. They're doing one with the uh, X Men, the Jonathan Hickman X Men. Really? Yeah, it's What's got the... Magneto in his white. It's got Xavier with how do they look? It's got Scott and and Gene and Wolverine and Omega Sentinel. Do they look great? What's the uh... What's the pack in piece? I, I did not. I did not actually. Just out of curiosity, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you hey, off top of my head. speaking of toys, real quick, I was at Walmart the other day and I saw the new. Well, they're they're re releases of. First of all, have you seen the GI Joe re release figures? I haven't. Oh my gosh, dude, they're beautiful. I think it's like GI Joe classified or something like that. But um, it's like the GI Joe we grew up with, you know what I'm saying? Oh, nice. Yeah. And they've re-released He-Man. Oh wow! Yes, and it's I mean it's the He-Man figures. It's not like a reimagining or anything like that. It's so it's he- like the they took the original mold. Yes, it's I, I don't think it's the original mold, but you know what I'm saying they have molded these to look like the He-Man that I grew up with. Oh, that's awesome! You know what I'm dude. saying like they had Battle Cat, He-Man, the whole nine yards, cool stuff. But I, I did purchase the uh, Marvel Select. Marvel Select, of course, are the larger figures. Yeah. Um, I was at the comic book store, and I've been. I love that all over Thor. That's yeah. what I got. Oh, that really? That art. Yeah, dude. 
and he also got in the new Planet Hulk figure, which looks just That's ridiculous. Good. So, yeah, I'm going to start trying to find some of the X-Men of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess when I buy a house next year, I'm just going to have my little room to- dedicated to all my dumbass toys, grown-ass man collecting toys. But And by the way, I'm going to take those things out of the pack, too. Yeah, dude. Screw being a collector. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting how the past two years have gotten back into comics. But and by the way, I did pick up uh, the new Star Wars, uh, the older or the High Republic. High Republic I told you. Yeah. I also picked up the Eternals because I love Assad Ribic's art, and uh, so I haven't read it yet. Haven't read it okay. yet. Um, pick that up. What else did I pick up? This is all the X Men titles that came out. Oh, hey, just real issue. quick, real quick. Listen, I was so far behind as we've talked about before. But like, finally got to sit down and catch up on something. On I'm almost completely through my entire backlog. Uh, but anyway, I want to do a shout out just real quick to X Factor. Um, loving it, dude. Uh, Good. The the issue. What was there? Two issues before the X of Swords? Maybe three. I think it was three actually. But anyway, either way, love that one. Uh, the Hellion. The Hellions. I yeah. am extremely surprised at how much I like that. Yeah, I th- you know uh, like way better than I ever thought it was going to be. Um, there's there's some good stuff going on in in Hickman verse, the Hickman X Men universe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's definitely made Apocalypse like. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So uh, and you know, like you said, if it hadn't been for this X Men Renaissance, you know, I never would be reading the comic. I, I I would not be buying a comic, a physical comic, nope. at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's good stuff. Good stuff. Clay, anything else you want to – any games or anything? How's the game front been going? Uh, shoot, I've just been playing everything, really. Um, I mean, of course, the majority of it's Sea of Thieves, but I've been just been – I, I don't know how I get so lucky buying these games that eventually come out on Game Pass. Tell I started playing it. Injustice mm-hmm. 2, which is fun. It's so fun, so funny to me that the only good thing about DC is like their cartoons, their video games, mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> Everything well, else, it's kind of like... I, I have been enjoying, I like one more episode, or one more issue, I'm sorry, but the Three Jokers stuff that I had talked about way back when, still trying to catch up on, but I'm on the last issue now. Um, it it's actually really good. Uh, I like what they've done. So well, far. this released Death Metal number seven. Yeah, by the way. And they've changed and the entire. We won't go there once again. There's a DC multiverse and blah blah. This blah. time they're embracing it instead of yeah. just trying to make it all streamlined. They'll, I think that's the best idea it. they could do. They'll embrace it for a while, but then they'll be like, ah, oh, well, when the sales we, don't match yeah, up. So you know, it's just hard to. I don't know. We won't go there. Uh, anyway, back to the games front. Uh, Injustice Two. Do you you like it pretty good? Yeah, I played I like it a little Nether bit. Realm, or was it Neither Realm games? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I played it a little bit when it first came out, but I have I never did play it too much. Um, anything else, Clay? See if these still going good. I'm assuming. Yeah, they've did had you, a, um, uh, they had the little Christmas uh, thing going yeah. on where you can earn stuff did and their you, New Year's. Did so. you? Um, Finish Assassin's Creed Oregon or Oregon's <laughs> Origins yet? <laughs> it's Assassin's Creed Oregon's Oregon's. Or Oregon Oregon Trail Assassin Tra- Oregon Assassin's Trail, yes. Creed Oregon Trail. Um, yeah. yeah, I did finish it. I've still got to do the DLC and stuff, but it uh-huh. was very, it was fun. Ended up being and good. I'm going to start cool. the Odyssey up here very soon. 
Um, I've got all, I bought all kinds of games. I got the new Dragon Ball Z Kak. Well, it's named New Kakarot. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. So, but you know um, how those uh, Dragon Ball Z games can be. Yeah, the Kakarot one was kind of mm, the now the first one. Didn't you say you had gotten the second one? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, right. I did, the first one was okay, but I kind of fell off on it. Um, we fell back down the rabbit hole of Horizon, Forza Horizon Four. Uh-huh. Uh, Josh purchased the uh, Fortune Island expansion while it was on sale, uh, which opens up more boards to hit and more jumps to make and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we've been back into that a little bit. I haven't, uh, of course, my entire plan when we went on break, because I had that two week break the same time you did, was I'm going to play catch up on some of these games because I had slowed down my war zone and so I could do other stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to catch up. I'm going to play this, blah, blah, blah. Then I got sick and didn't get to do anything I wanted to. But, um, man, Forza Horizon 4 is still a beautiful game. It is. Oh, man, it's so good. And that new expansion is, uh, I mean, if you like Forza Horizon 4, it's more of the same. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, it's really good. Uh, other than that, uh, Warzone dropped a new map. Uh a new island, I should say, Rebirth Island. Uh, I can't remember if I talked about it on here or not. To be honest, Clay, it's been so long. Uh, it's uh, I'm back and forth on it. I can't decide how much I like it. Uh, they did do a playlist update and finally put duos into it. So Josh and I are going to check it out because we were playing some quad stuff and it's only forty men. For, it's a forty man drop. Uh, teams of four. So it's kind of crazy because it's such a small map and the uh, circle's always closing in. Uh, They've got broken guns in there right now from Cold War. They just put a nerf out, but from what I've heard so far, it did not do any good. Uh, I have Cold War. I haven't played. I played one round of zombies, and that's it. But I have no clue how to play zombies, Clay, at all. Oh, dude, I'm going to get the game. So when you get it, I want you to show us how to play this properly. Well, I don't know. It seems like they've done a lot of changes. So, but anyway, there's that. Um, I will say that I I, I won my first solo Warzone match the other night. Oh, did you? Good job. And this was in the big one, the Verdance map with 150 people. Uh it was intense, dude, and I just played smart and played right and ended up getting the win. So it felt really good. That's when, again, as I said before, that's when the game shines. I'm very proud of you. I'm pretty proud of myself too because you know when you're playing a, a even duos or trios or quads, you know you've got teammates there to rely on to help you. You know what I'm saying? Get you up, call you back, blah blah, blah that kind of thing. In this, it's you know when you're doing a solo match, that's you. And you and your abilities, you know what I'm saying? You're not relying on anybody else to help you get through this madness. So it was a pretty big win. So there's that. Um while I was sick, Clay, I got a wild hair and I modded my NES and my NES, Super NES classics. Uh what? Yeah. I now have eight hundred NES games on my NES classic. And I have How about, do they look? What's the quality of them? I mean it's yeah, it's 8-bit quality. I mean, they're ROMs. Their ROMs pull straight down off the internet, so, you know, you just, uh, it's actually really easy to do, and then I got about 300 games on my SNES, so. Wow, that's awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, 
we played a whole bunch of different stuff. The family did once we got to feeling better. It's kind of fun. Uh, went back and forth like the Mario Lost level stuff and all that stuff. I've got all of it now, and I never did really play it when it first came out. So, but there's all kinds of stuff on there, dude. You'll I <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> You'll have to check it out when we get back together again sometime. Sure. Uh, it's pretty neat. So there's that. Although uh, I'm surprised at how many Bob, because I didn't go through and really curate these lists real quick. Um, I didn't curate them, so um, I just followed their the instructions that the uh, the YouTube video that I was watching and on how to whittle this down because it's actually a bigger list, especially that NES stuff because it gives you Japanese versions, it gives you betas, it gives you like version one, version two, that kind of thing. So you have to whittle all that out, which I thought I did. But there are a lot of Bible video games on the NES. Yeah, I didn't, dude. Didn't even realize it. Yeah, forgot. But anyway, so that was pretty cool. That's it for that, Clay. Um, <clears throat> we're about to get out of here, actually. But real quick, I do want to mention, I have to mention, I watched uh, the new season of Cobra Kai come out on the 1st. I finished it in two days. I know you're not a huge fan, so I'm not yeah. going to dwell on it too long. But let me tell you, I don't know if it's the best season, but oh my gosh, I loved every minute of it. Uh, as I said earlier, the 80s nostalgia kick, that's something that I just love is going back in some of these movies and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, this hits perfect. Um, if you're a fan of Karate Kid 2, uh, this will put a big smile on your face. Uh, obviously, the stuff's out there. Uh, I did get spoiled on the biggest reveal of the entire season, uh, which, you know... Mr. Miyagi's still alive? No, no. But... Uh, they brought him back to the life using no. dark magic? No, no. That's but not anyway, fun. What the hell? Th this show is amazing. Uh, they get all the characters right, so it, it's a really good season. Again, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it is a really good season. I mean, I watched it in two days. Of course, it's only 30-minute episodes, Clay. So, you know, that's a lot easier to ingest if you're trying to binge through all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Wow, only 30-minute episodes. Yeah. Wow. So, longer than that. there's that. Uh, Clay, anything else you want to bring up? No, nah, I mean, I'm good. I'm sure once we're done, I'll, I'll probably be like, damn, I should have brought that up. Um, but, I, oh, well. I am just glad to be talking to you again, Clay. Like I said, um, it was a rough I had a rough go of it. I was pretty depressed there for a couple of days, not just for me and for the podcast, but you know, family-wise, I'm stuck in this room, and my wife's having to take care of all these kids, and I can't really do anything because I was, you know, it was just hurting so bad. Yeah. So it feels good to be back on the other side of that, even though uh, the entire my entire, all of Fentress County schools are virtual at this moment in time which kind of sucks and it's really hard to handle so yeah but anyway well, I'm glad you're not dead I'm glad to be here I'm glad to be talking to you I'm hoping that everybody's glad to hear us again uh, again this episode's been a little different just because we're I mean, first of all there's no news that ever happens anymore worth even talk well there's been some news that happened the last couple of days but it's nothing that I want to talk about on this web uh, or on this podcast so, um, I do want to talk to Clay about some great moments in geek history. Uh, great moments in geek history. Maybe, if I can find any, but it doesn't look like there's anything that happened today. Oh, today is Aaron Gray's birthday, Clay. I don't know who that is. 
Um, what else happened today? Fame, the TV show Fame, premiered on this date in 1982. Oh, great! Uh, there is a Killer Cobra Kai Never Dies T-shirt that just come out. Uh, happy birthday, Nick Cage! Real quick, favorite Nick Cage movie? Uh, 88 millimeter. That's such a bad movie. God, I'm going to say mine's going to be Jujitsu. Once I watch it, you know the space uh, kung fu flick that he just did. Um, happy oh, happy birthday, Kenny Loggins! Best Kenny Loggins song all right, off the top of your head. I'm alright. Yes, it's all right from Caddyshack. That's my favorite one too. Oh, uh, anything else happening before we get out of here on here? Let's see. Nope, that's it. You should see this picture of Kenny Loggins, by the way, on here. I'm, I'm sure he looks very nice. He's holding a crystal ball, <laughs> and he's got one of those silk scarves on. Trying to guess how long his career is going to last. I, I get. Uh, longer than mine uh so there's that clay and as always it's been so long but um i hold in my hand the science fiction and fantasy quiz book my friend um i am opening up to the hard questions i'm not even gonna give you an option i am just going to open to this page i'm going to ask you to pick a number between one and ten for me uh ten uh, okay are you ready sure we may have done this one before. I can't remember. What was the title of the first Dragonlance novel? Was it A, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, B, Dragons of Summer Flame, C, The Nightmare Lands, or D, The Medusa Plague? I'm going to go B. Dragons of Summer Flame? I'm not sure if that's correct. I cannot remember. I've never read it. Uh, the Dragonlance novels are really good. Let me see. 92. It is A, Dragons of oh, Autumn ooh. Twilight. But that's okay. All right, Clay. Again, anything else you would like to uh, mention before we get out of here? No, oh, I'm good, man. All right. Happy 2021, my friend. I'm glad to be back well. and podcasting with you. Yeah. Uh, this is 66 episodes, Clay. 66. We're on, yeah, we're on the drive to 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I just couldn't help it. Uh, we're headed towards 100. So with that, uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter, at From Ramblings. And on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, as always, where can everybody find you on these social medias? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, SweetJJ, the number one letter S. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter as well, at Jason76Z. <coughs> and Clay, with that, we are out.